Okay, I think we're. Are we here now? Am I here? Is this, oh. You're here. You're here. You're here. You're this? Okay. Levels. Yeah. Please let us know if our uh, volume levels dip like too I'm low or high. Somebody. So Zach and I are currently sitting in the studio, waiting for our third co-host. Who's that? Shane. Oh, he's the worst. The worst. He's the, he's the squeebiest. So while we're waiting, we're gonna tell knock knock jokes about Shane. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting Shane. Interrupting. I have a bow tie. Knock knock. Who's there? Not Shane. <laughs> it's funny because he's not actually That's fucking right. here yet. <laughs> Shane, I really hope you're just like listening to this, or at some point you'd listen to this, and uh, he will listen to it. Good. So, uh, what do you want? What do you want to do till we, uh, till we uh, actually start doing stuff? Oh, we're gonna beatbox. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> too weak in the boxing area. The weirdest intro show intro that we've had so far is just you and me, just like dicking oh, wait, around. I have an idea. Oh God. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to play this through the microphone instead of being real and plugging it in. Well, we have the aux. I can just hand yeah, you the... the... Can you hear that? I can't hear that at all. Dang. <laughs> is the aux long enough to reach over here? I hope you guys are enjoying our screwing around. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is actually ridiculous. Uh, hopefully, it's not too loud. Oh, you gotta turn the ox on, dude. Oh yeah. What? Oh, I mean, what is it? MP3? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man. So this is video of this small. I don't know if it's <laughs> the Stegosaurus or what. But it's a, it's basically a, an Italian knockoff of the Land Before Time, and, and this one dinosaur just makes this sound of agreement. It <laughs> goes yee, and so someone just took the other dinosaur talking and changed the pitch and made a song out of it, and then the Tyrannosaur comes in and she's like yee. So just uh, Google yee dinosaur song, yeah. and you'll get like the ten hour version, which I have listened to all the way through. I did fall asleep, but I listened to it all the way through, which is important, I think. I think it's a, it's an important thing to note that I was actually... I went through 10 hours of... <laughs> Alright, where the hell is Shane? What is he doing? Know. Should we call him on air and see what, he, see what he says? This should be fun. Yeah, maybe. Here, here call him. I'm going to call him. This should be good. All right. Well, we're going to call Shane real quick. This should be fun. <laughs> Don't tell him he's on air. Don't tell him he's on air. Yeah. Shh. I'm sorry, I'm the worst, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're definitely the worst. Yeah. I know. I'll explain. Uh, okay. You better. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of listeners. Who are oh, okay, cool. Well, now he'll never know. Now he'll never Until know. Tomorrow. That's so upsetting. Or if we tell him. Oh, this is awful. We're literally just sitting here. we got nothing to do. Let's... I mean, we could... Just, I don't know. Tell more jokes? Uh, do we have other jokes? I mean, just make them up. 
But I just gave my best one. That was the best <laughs> knock, one knock. I had. Who's there? Interrupting Shane. Interrupting I have hair! I don't you know. Already I, did I know, I know. You I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> he said five more minutes? Yeah, uh, what a squeeb. Sorry, what a squeeb. Guys. Sorry, guys. Yeah, this Shane is... Shane is just so unprofessional. They're just really, just really unprofessional. Uh, well, I guess... I guess we'll have to go without. Um, I really hope uh, like Shane's mom is listening. Shout out to Shane's mom. Your son is late. Um, <laughs> tell him to get his ass here, please, so we can actually do this because we have a great show planned out for you guys today. We think it's going to be one of our better shows because it not only is sort of similar to another show we did previously, but also takes into account a lot of like recent news. So I think this is going to be pretty good. We're sort of all over the place in the show, but it's all got a common theme. And it's gonna be great. As soon as fucking Shane gets here. But a squeeb! Squeeb! <clears throat> Zach, tell me a story about your life while okay. we're waiting. So, uh, last night, uh, a bunch of the people in my major, material science and engineering, we got together and hung out and had a wine and wine night. Ooh. W-I-N-E and W-H-I-N-E. Aha. So we each had Homonyms. our own bottle of wine and started drinking it and passed around one of our textbooks as the talking book. <laughs> so if you had the book, you got to complain. <laughs> and then you could pass it off to people to add to your complaints. It was pretty fun. What, yeah. was, your, what was your biggest complaint? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Something about stuff or whatever. I don't know. One of our professors... Uh, did a thing and other things and we we're complaining about it. I don't want to mention specifics because <laughs> I, okay, yeah. that's fair. It was a private a private uh, disclosure party or something. I don't know. We all signed a, an agreement. What happens at wine and wine sort of thing? Rule one, don't talk about wine and wine. Actually, Rule number two, funny do not talk about wine and wine. Because we have a Matt's Life Fight Club that we're not supposed to talk about. I'm sorry, Oops. what? Yeah. We, we Do you, like, beat each other with steel? Well, we, we haven't been able to organize it because we're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> so we're like, when are we going to... No, shh, <laughs> shh. I shouldn't be saying anything about this. <laughs> also, also, I don't believe that you have a fight club. I can't picture some of the mad side people fighting. Well, that's the problem. We don't. I mean, we do, but it's inactive because we can't <laughs> communicate about it. <laughs> You can't, like, get... Like, it's the worst first rule of organization. <laughs> if you can't talk about it, how can you do anything? Well, if you've ever seen the movie Flight Club... Oh, hey, I know what we could talk about for a bit. That new movie coming out mm-hmm. that we should all go see. Yeah. The Martian. The Martian. It's basically... Um, how did XKCD, uh, that webcomic, describe it? It's like that scene in Armageddon where they have to fix this problem with this part, these parts, and it's the enti- it's an entire movie of that. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Matt Damon... On Mars, MacGyvering the shit out of but, so he's, stuff he's the good guy now, right? Oh, uh, wow! You just completely spoiled the plot no, of a no, movie. No, we're no, not no, 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 no! I'm sure you've all seen it. If you haven't seen it, it's already out of theaters, and it's not worth seeing not in theaters, really. I mean, Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. That's Great like movie. A, that is, totally, Zach totally spoiled it, though. That's like my favorite movie. I think. It, really? It's yeah. Well, because. The whole—it's not my favorite movie standing alone. Like I wouldn't sit down and just watch it. But the whole experience of like being in the theater with the great yeah. music they picked—that's that, like, true—with a ton of tension and seeing it for the first time. Oh yeah, was like holy crap. Also, the effects were amazing. Oh yeah, very cool. Was, and the soundtrack was killer. It was just like, oh my god. I told you about the first time I saw Interstellar, right? The first and only time I've seen Interstellar. Uh, I was with my uh, friends from uh, home. Shout out to uh, Hudson Boys. Um, we went to see Interstellar last summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friends are 
really bad to watch movies with because they tend to like yell during the movie oh no <laughs> and laugh loudly and like i was like really really intense moments who would make like really stupid jokes uh. <laughs> like like uh the the docking scene <laughs> it's in <laughs> like no oh. don't ruin the movie that scene uh, was no. so tense so cool. i couldn't handle it man oh my god this is gonna be really awkward if like um uh my professors like listening to the show or like you know some other like important people that aren't like my parents are listening to the show and it's just you and me just like talking yeah. about movies like well this is very different than what i expected well this isn't well, quite what i signed up for i think we'll, we'll get to the, the other stuff later it's uh shane what somewhat related where to space. the yeah, hell is he it's been five minutes hasn't it has it? been five minutes so we would start without him but he's like crucial to our yeah he's, he's pretty important yeah, especially because, you know, Zach and I today are the experts. We're the ones who did all the research, we know all the stuff, and Shane's going to be that guy who, like, doesn't know anything and has to learn all the stuff. But he's, if he's not here, there's he's no one in the to same learn. Boat as our, it's not like we as have our any audience. listeners. It's true. I'm, nobody is listening to us right now, so <laughs> what we're doing isn't that bad. Hey! Oh, he looks like a greaser. All right. <sighs> Welcome to the party. Hey, like, really, buddy. doesn't he? It's like leather jacket, Get hair slicked back. Get the fuck down and sit the uh, fuck yeah, down, please. Let's go. Where's the shadow? We don't have a shadow today. We're supposed to. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. Hey, look at that. Shane's here. Well, isn't this just Hi, excellent? <sighs> Sorry, uh, headphones? I don't get headphones. Yeah, where the, yeah, you don't deserve headphones, honestly. Where the hell were you? So. <laughs> yeah, those aren't really going to reach you or work uh, well. <laughs> Should we have another pair of headphones? I think the ones I'm I don't need headphones. It's fine. Okay. okay. Somebody yell at me if I'm being too loud. Ah! Yeah, just keep your mouth close to the so, microphone. Um, okay. <laughs> so this good. is super silly, and it's not good. Damn. So at 4.30, I, got, I, I, I ordered, like, hair clippers, and at, and at 4.30, I, like, finally wasn't doing something. I was like, Colleen, you want to help me cut my hair? Because my hair was, like, super long. It's 4.30. And I was like, it's not going to take that long, right? It took a really fucking long time. So, like, I finished at, like, 4.32. Or 5.32, I mean. And then I had to come here. Sorry. But I couldn't stop in the middle of a haircut. Yes, you could have. No. no why not? I couldn't have. No. I couldn't have. Because it would have looked fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but you're uh, coming Jay, in, in case, here. In case you didn't realize, we're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see you. All right. Let's do this goddamn show already, God please. Damn, so, Shane. Yeah. An apology. We no, did real good. Um... On yeah, making you do stuff today. Great. So, all right, good, that's good. Um, all right, so what are we doing today? We are going to talk about the Red Planet. Mars. All right, wait. So why is it red though? Mars. Why yeah. is the Mars known as why the Red is, Planet? Why is Mars Zach? red? Well, you <laughs> see, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> In our notes, it is written, "Well, you see, motherfucker." But I also have a new script down below it, which we don't actually really have a script. It's just facts. <laughs> Lists of facts. Um, no, so Mars is, like, covered in irony stuff that blew up out of its volcanoes and got blown around in dust storms and reacted with oxygen and stuff in the atmosphere and formed ferric oxide. And so you got Fe2O3, and that's, that's red. That's rust. It's rust. It's rust. Well, so, so Mars is just a big rust ball. Yeah. Okay. Well, else technically. So, okay. or technically not. Oh. So, <laughs> this is ferric oxide is called rust, but yeah. it's not rust. Um, rust is technically like hydrated ferric oxide, 
which just means it has little waters stuck inside of it. Right, right, right. And yeah. then, or it's uh, like ferric oxide hydroxide. Um, so okay. So it's so it's, colloquially, we, colloquially yes. we refer to hydrated rust as rust. Yes. And then, so what's non-hydrated rust? It's uh, ferric oxide, non-hydrated ferric oxide, <laughs> which is has which is the same color and most of the same properties oh, and okay. crystal structure as as, as hydrated. Rust, okay, but isn't the same? Sure, because it's in water, so it's different. Yeah. But ha, huh, we'll, we won't get to that yet. Um. So okay, cool. So, so that's another, rust. another, another. Yeah. Tell me back. more things about it. So not only is Mars red. But if you're standing on Mars and you look up, guess what color the sky is? Purple. No, it's close. Red. It's red. It's red. It was close. So last week we kind of were talking about light and didn't around <laughs> to talking about why, why the, the sky, sky on Earth blue. is blue. Because we got stuck at the very basic principles of light. Because light is fucking hard to explain. It's impossible. So uh, on Earth, when the sunlight is shining directly down from above, so mm -hmm. if you're looking up at noon time, the sun's laser beaming into your eyeballs, right? <laughs> As it hits the atmosphere, accurate. That's um, a scientific term. It laser beams right into your eyes. Right, right, yeah. All the, all the blue light gets blinked around more than the other colored Blinked light. is also and so scientific. That fills term. the sky, and then you're like, oh, the sky is blue. I see. Yeah. Um, and then, if the sun goes to sunset, right? So it's yeah, now, yeah. now it's passing through more atmosphere to get to you. Right. And so right, all that right. blue light is scattered to the point where you'd never see it, and then you just get the red that doesn't get scattered and gets through. Weird. So that's how I right, and, and that's works. why the in the sun's not yellow. It's just that the the yeah, yellow light white. is the is the non scattered light. Yeah, like the blue light gets scattered, and all that's left is the yellow. Mm -hmm. So we just see the sun as yellow. Yep, which is super weird. And then okay, so, so, why, Mars, so, Mars, so why is Mars why is it red? Red. So Mars has these dust particles and not much of an atmosphere. Okay, and the oh. dust particles oh. make red light go blink. And bounce around sure. and scatter. I really and love your verbs. <laughs> colors makes them go. So going. interesting yeah. fact. Okay, I'm gonna make you. So what color do you think the Mars sunset is? The Mars. Okay. Oh. Um. So on Earth, we have a blue sky, mm -hmm. and when it has to go through, it gets like it's uber scattered when it has to go through more atmosphere, and so we end up with red. Mm-hmm. So we start with red, and then it has to go through more. So invisible, I don't know, infrared. Blue. That's not what I would have expected. Because <laughs> we can only see. It's like it's We're stuck in the visible spectrum with what sure. we can see. And so, so it's not we, like a shift. It's just what's lose, left over. Yeah, yeah exactly. God. So Mars sunsets are blue. Is that freaking nuts? That is so bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> okay, wait. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said it's like completely, it's like all like iron dust. Right, but like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like, why is it all iron dust? That seems like a lot of iron. Where did that come from? Well, I don't know. We'd have to talk about how Mars formed first. Okay, that seems like a long stretch. How about we start with some fun facts? I'm gonna make you guess some some fun facts. And here we go with our first contestant, Shane Moore, on the interactive Mars Quiz Show. Uh, I'm your host, Red Planet. And we're here today with oh, our no. first ever Mars Quiz Show, and we're going to ask you some facts. Great. So You're going to ask me facts? <laughs> Shane, question number one. All right. Which number planet is Mars from Mars? That could be worded better. We have eight planets in our solar system. 
which number is Mars from the sun? Your accent is like drastically changing from yeah. word to word. <laughs> There's like a British one in there. For yeah, a I'm second, not really sure. Just, just go ahead. All right, okay. Um, it's the fourth. Mars is the fourth. From you the did sun. it. Did you use the mnemonic? Ding, 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 My ding. very excellent mother just served us nine. Nope. I just know <laughs> the order of the plan. What? <laughs> Used to, it used to make more sense, but then they got rid of Pluto. <laughs> yeah, so now it just says, my very excellent mother just served us nine. Or, my very evil monkey just sat upon Nancy's... <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, where it ends. That's where the mnemonic ends now. Yeah, that's broken. You can't modify a mnemonic once you've learned it, so... It's, it's true. <laughs> Question number two. Is yes. Mars bigger or smaller than Earth? Mm, they're, like, almost the same size, right? Like roughly, like they're like relative to the difference between it's bigger, right? It's a little bit bigger. Incorrect. <laughs> Mars is smaller. Really? Is yep. It's about it's about half the diameter. Damn. Oh that, my god. That leads to a, a a volume of like about a tenth, not quite a tenth. Okay. Is that does that have anything to do with why it has less atmosphere? Um, less gravity. Yes. Yes. Cool. That is definitely related. Um, and interestingly enough, if you so if you imagine a kilogram block, right? Okay. And you took one mole of that, 6.022... Right. I don't remember what show it was that we talked yeah. about moles, but... But uh, then you have Mars. A mole of six kilograms. A, a mole of kilograms. A mole of one kilogram oh, one kilogram gives you Mars. Mars. Oh, wow. It's like that. It just happens to be exactly... Pretty much. I mean, Mars is like 6.3, 6.4. Avocado's number. Avocado's avocado number. Also, Mars is the second smallest planet in the solar system. Yeah. Smaller than Venus? Yeah. yeah. Venus huh? is pretty much Earth's size. Oh, maybe planet, that's what I was thinking. The probably. only planet smaller than Mars is Mercury. And Mercury's Mercury. so little. Mercury's so Mercury's little. Mercury's little, little baby. tiny guy. Little little baby. He's a baby planet. Question number three. All right. Is Earth or Mars older? Oh. Um... I honestly don't even have any intuition on that. I'm going to say that... Earth is older. Correct. Technically, it's like technically correct. More of a trick question in that they're pretty much the same uh, age. Okay. All the planets in the solar system formed at about the same time, four and a half billion years ago. So uh, all of our planets are about the same age. Really? Yeah. Earth is older by forty million years. Is there like a reason for that? Yes. Okay. Are we going to talk with, about? Uh, it? We're probably not going to talk about it, okay. but basically, it's because um, when you have a big disc of random stuff around your sun yeah some of it like accretes uh, and stuff so remember okay. how we talked about how earth formed a couple of episodes ago back in like a couple February or something <laughs> decades yeah. ago um but yeah so it's a similar principle you have this like stuff that's sort of floating around in all groups together and so all the planets sort of formed around the right. same time and that's why that they're all also sense. in the same plane oh yeah uh, they all orbit the sun conservation the of angular momentum Woo oh wicked question number four okay which is closer to Earth, Mars or Venus? Bum, bum, bum. Hmm. I, Mars, I assume. Boom! You are absolutely incorrect. <laughs> it's Venus! Why do we keep trying to go to Mars then? Just because uh, we like, think that we're going to die less there? That's an excellent there? question, Shane. Why don't we talk about exactly that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you didn't even have to look at it. Yeah, that was amazing. He got <laughs> Mars is about 50 million miles away from Earth. Uh, Venus is only about 25 million, so it's twice as close. Wow. Far easier to reach and presumably cheaper to get there. Yeah. Except once you get there, 
it has the worst atmosphere right. ever. It's like super toxic, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's like primarily carbon dioxide. And mm -hmm. so you get acid rain. You get like in the shade temperatures of 450 degrees Celsius. <laughs> you get an atmospheric pressure that's 90 times that of Earth's. So, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's super awful. And we've sent a few probes in there and they... If, if they make it to the surface, which we yeah. try to get them to do, and they just take pictures and shoot them out as they go in, they yeah. just get ripped apart and destroyed. They get simultaneously crushed and oh corroded. Oh, my God. And, and melted. And melted and eroded. Yeah. They get what? destroyed by the like, Venusian it, atmosphere. Venus is like the anti-Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, no, no, happens, Venus is what yeah. happens if um, global warming goes wild. Oh, good. So, yeah. anyway... Yep. So that's um, that's Venus's atmosphere. All right. Okay. So if that's what Venus is like, so like what? So Mars presumably is better than that. Well, Mars is on the opposite end of the spectrum. So Earth is nice and handy dandy, great and wonderful. It's like the Goldilocks thing. Yeah, the right? Goldilocks zone, zone, habitable zone. So Venus is too gassy. Mars <laughs> isn't gassy enough, but Earth is just right. <laughs> oh, perfect. So Mars has an atmosphere. A really tiny baby atmosphere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's got. Uh, How many times have we already said tiny baby in this episode? I don't know, but I love tiny babies. Um, so Mars's pressure about one one hundred fiftieth of Earth's atmospheric pressure. Oh my god! So it's like barely. There's like not really much gas going on there, and it's like mostly carbon dioxide. Actually, the if you look at just carbon dioxide, nitrogen, oxygen content yeah. of Venus and Mars, it's pretty much exactly the same. They have the same percentage-wise. So oh, they're okay, both okay. like 96% carbon dioxide, like 2% nitrogen, and then trace gases. Okay. So, yeah. but, but like Venus is so much more of it. Yeah. Yeah. They have like the same proportion of carbon dioxide and right. nitrogen and argon to, as each other, but the total amount of gas in their atmosphere is radically different. Got it. Got yep. it. Got it. Yep. 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 Cool. And then uh, even another thing to worry about is that uh, Mars is rather cold. This is again right. because no so atmosphere to retain heat. Yeah, okay. Like, the hottest it reaches is like 20 degrees Celsius, which is like not bad. That's when the sun's like shining on you. <sighs> okay. And when it's not, it reaches like negative 60 degrees Celsius. Ooh, so Alaska. Oh, negative 60 Celsius. Yeah, negative yeah. 60 so like way worse. Than really Alaska. cold. <laughs> That's like Antarctica. It's probably like I don't even potentially lowest, colder. What, yeah, what is the lowest that? temperature on Earth ever recorded? Google go. Um, but yeah, probably some. I think it's somewhere in Antarctica that the lowest temperature ever was recorded. Uh, negative penguins. Negative ninety-four Celsius. Yeah. Wow. That's what I figured. That's amazing. That's that's kind of terrifying. Well, because Alaska has like different like it live, people who live in Alaska in like the the coldest parts of Alaska have like. I was reading this book in which they were determining how cold it was by like how quickly their spit froze, oh. and it was like. It was like if it was negative 25 Fahrenheit or lower, it would like freeze when it hit the ground. And if it was negative 50 or lower, it would freeze before it hit the ground. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking temperatures at night on Mars that are you spit and it like freezes as you spit. I mean, it's this. You're is spitting like, ice. You just, it would just freeze in your mouth. Yeah. You're just spitting <laughs> ice out. You'd open your mouth and uh, that'd be it. You'd die. Great. And uh, uh, also, like, since Mars doesn't have the atmosphere, that's why this happens. It can't retain heat. Right, right, right. Weird. Okay, so is that, does that, so we have, like, seasons, like, where the temperature changes pretty drastically. Does that happen on Mars, too, or is that also related to the atmosphere somehow? It does have seasons, because okay. the uh, seasons aren't 
I mean, they're, they're not really just yeah. atmosphere no, so right. much. So we talked about this with or the, or the, in the Earth episode. Right. So quick recap. The way seasons work on Earth is because we have, we're tilted on our axis. Right. So when different parts of the right, Earth are right. pointing at the sun, essentially, mm-hmm. is so when we're when the northern hemisphere is tilted towards the sun, that's when we have summer. Mm-hmm. Sunlight comes in at a higher angle. When you are in winter, we're tilted away from the sun. So Mars sure. has the same thing. It's tilted on its axis, too. So it has seasons. But Got it. There's an additional funny thing. Okay. So Earth's orbit is more or less circular. Mars's orbit is not. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like pretty close to the sun. Oh. Like All orbits are elliptical, but Mars's is more eccentric elliptical. than Earth's. Got it. Does that also mean that sometimes Mars is closer to Earth? Because like the, the the skinny parts, if it happened to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Okay, so that makes it closer to the sun. Does that make it significantly hotter because it's um, closer to the sun? During, yes, that's when it has okay. the, the hottest. Part of it will be the hottest right. when it is closest to the sun okay. and facing its axis is tilted to the sun. Sure. Like yeah, you know, I got you. Part, yeah. So um, there's a few strange things that happen as a result of this. Okay. So uh, it has different season lengths in the different hemispheres. Okay. And also the season lengths aren't equal to each other. Uh, so okay. is like, that also the case on Earth? Not really. Most of our seasons are about three months here. Yeah, but like, doesn't Australia only really effectively have two seasons? Oh, well, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's probably true because of Australia's geographic. That's what I'm saying. I think in different yeah. places on Earth, also there's different. But you're saying everywhere on Mars, the seasons have different lengths, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So north and south are different, and so north your spring is like seven months, summer's six, fall is five and a little bit, and winter is like four and a little bit. And you notice okay. that doesn't add up to twelve. No. Because Mars's year is one point right. eight Earth years, of yep. course. <laughs> So one point, have, did you say 1.88? Yeah. Oh, wow. They have okay. longer years than us because they're farther away, so long. it takes them longer to go around the sun. Right, right, right. That Simple makes sense. as that. Yep. Oh, and oh, <laughs> so you know how Mars has all this dust on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Iron know. dust. So when you've got this absurd temperature gradient, air likes to flow a lot because okay. it's different pressure zones, like significantly. Right, okay. And it picks up all this dust, and all of a sudden you got a big-ass freaking dust storm oh, all my over God. Mars. Just like wow, just like it'll totally like we've sent probes to the past in the sure. past to like view Mars, and they got there and be like, ah, we're gonna orbit for like three hundred something orbits, but uh, it's there's a dust storm, we can't observe anything. Oh my god, that's so upsetting. That's yeah. like the most disappointing thing ever. Yep. Yep. Someone spent like years building that probe and figuring and out how to get it there. Someone and was just like Soviet Union, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "All right, we got this." Oh no, oh, it's no. just a sandstorm. Oh no. All right, well, so that kind of makes it sound like the atmosphere is like real shitty for us. Like, not gonna disintegrate you like Venus, <laughs> but probably so still better? not great. <laughs> better. Um, but like we've our our atmosphere has like changed. We talked about that in the Earth in the Earth episode. Like, is Mars going to change? Is it still changing, or is it just like okay, we're sort of at the place where we're stopped with this like shitty atmosphere? Yeah, so Mars is pretty much fucked <laughs> unless oh. we do anything about it, which we'll talk about later. Okay, terraforming. Dun dun dun. Yeah. But it's likely the case that mars had a much nicer atmosphere in the past potentially one that was significantly rich in oxygen really which is what we breathe (laughs) well that's 
a lot of what we breathe. So also, that's like the main nitrogen. thing in respiration. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like um so it used to be better and what then happened? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Good question. It's an excellent question. <laughs> so uh there there's one one small effect is that Mars doesn't really have much of a magnetic field. We'll explain how that happened, mm, happened okay. later. Uh, so the solar wind, which is like ionizing particles from the sun shooting out at the planets, mm -hmm. um, probably ripped his away. His hand symbols. I know. He stuck his arm out and wiggled his finger like <laughs> 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 Spirit fingers. <laughs> it sounded exactly like that. <laughs> so it starts to like, you know, grab chunks out of the atmosphere and blow parts of it out, basically. Right, right. Um, right. But this probably wasn't the main thing. Okay. Because Venus also doesn't really have a magnetosphere or magnetic oh. field. But they have a and super, it's way closer super to the sun. Atmosphere. Yeah. And yet it has a super, super thick atmosphere, like you said. Right. So that's weird. That's it? That's what, that's what we've got? Or no, we we've got solution? more. Okay. There's some more fun. So it's possible that a large object went chunk and like grabbed a bunch of the atmosphere <laughs> oh, from weird. Mars after deflecting <laughs> off of it. What? Because it also has gravity, right? Right, right. Something so with enough gravity to, yeah. yeah. And that also. And Mars doesn't have that much gravity yeah. relative kind of to smallish. us. It's, yeah. It's yeah. smaller. Because it's much smaller than us. And that, I think, left a, uh, a impact crater of some kind, some valley or something in, in Mars, which we can talk about later. We'll get to the geology and shapeliness of Mars. The geography <laughs> shapeliness. Oh, yeah. Geography. I was thinking. The shapeliness. Yeah. Oh, baby. That is a curvy planet. <laughs> <laughs> I like my planets with some meat on the bones. <laughs> God, no. Never been more turned on by an astrological body. <laughs> <laughs> that works surprisingly well. <laughs> so I'm very orb sexual. <laughs> oh my god. Stop. We broke Zach. Anyway, we're going to talk about. So, so that large object probably did a number on the atmosphere. But one of the more reasonable things is that um, since it has such low gravity, yeah, yeah. the escape velocity of anything right. is lower. Including so the, the, the gas. Including the gas. Mm. And so the way the speed of gas works yeah. generally is that you know gas exists at some temperature. Right. And temperature is a measure of like the average kinetic energy of the particles by sort of. the usual definition that isn't Thanks, quite the right thermodynamics. Thermodyna yeah, that's well that's the, not the thermodynamic definition. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. why I got a C in physics. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thermodynamic definition leads to the idea of negative Kelvin, which is hotter than positive Kelvin, which I uh, well, Just tell us about I, gas. Yeah. So, um if the temperature, you know, sunlight is shining onto this, like these dust particles or whatever, or into the gas atmosphere. It heats up. If there's one particle that's like, hey, I like energy, and it just suddenly gets a lot of energy, energy equals one half mv squared. That's one half times the mass of the particle times the velocity squared. And so if it's a really light particle, right. it starts moving really freaking fast. Right. And if it's like a light gas, it just whoop, and then it's gone. It just goes into space. <laughs> Space. It just leaves. It's just gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've lost your gas. And right. so if that happens, if Mars was like, like pretty warm and yeah. like pretty weak, just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That called, makes sense. I think it's called gene escape. That's a person's name, not your pants. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's probably how Mars lost most of its stuff. Oh, I had a gene escape sorry. one time. I got kicked out of school escape. for it. <laughs> Wait, that was good. That took me a while to figure out, but it was really funny. Good job. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Uh, 
how do we like so wait, wait wait so then how do we know like why do we think that it used to have a good atmosphere though so uh it well that's related to something later <laughs> kind of had a good mars was basically probably had like oceans and stuff too it was probably oh, just like damn Earth, honestly what? Yeah. no and then, way yeah, and then it's actually really upsetting but the reason the reason <laughs> that we we are pretty sure that the the whole leaky atmosphere thing was happening <laughs> okay. from low gravity is because um we can basically just um measure the ratio of argon isotopes in okay. the in the atmosphere right so uh i think the usual it's argon 36 and argon 38 that we're concerned about i don't think those are either of those are like the main isotope that exists most frequently okay but okay. it's just you know different numbers of neutrons so different weight uh particles yeah so the lighter one obviously yeah. would escape more than the heavier one sure right and so if the ratio has gone down you know that that has occurred right i guess so yeah if the ratio has gone down yeah so if there's less of the lighter gas you that know like that it's if we're like Okay. It's more likely to have reached escape velocity and gone yeah, okay. out of the atmosphere. Sure. And so uh, the baseline of this ratio is we've determined by looking at the sun and Jupiter for some reason. It was hard <laughs> to figure out the methodology. But um, okay. that's in the range of like 5.25 to 5.75, the ratio of 36 okay. to 38, okay. so lighter to heavier. Yeah. Um, Earth is at about 5.25. So we, we've maybe lost some of our atmosphere, but it's pretty fine mars is like four. Oh, so so like way lower yeah gotcha yeah okay yeah interesting yep yep um oh my god you should see i wish everyone could see the question that the, i'm just gonna read it exactly as it says <laughs> shit son okay <laughs> so we're talking about past mars times can we please talk about how mars even formed question mark question mark <laughs> <laughs> the origin of Mars. Yeah, so basically, Mars is being a rocky planet, being one of the four rocky planets, is pretty similar to Earth and generally how it formed. Um, basically, a bunch of teeny rocks smashing together, and they were in a certain range of orbit from the sun. They smash together, heat happens, because that, all that energy has to go somewhere when they crash together. So, they stick together, but... You know, Zach, you want to explain a little bit more about yeah, this? Yeah, so, like, this is enough to sort of begin to heat Mars, but not to the level that, like, you would be like, this should cause planet formation and stuff about Mars that we can currently look at. Okay. And so there's a theory that uh, somehow Mars got its hands on a bunch of aluminum 26, like, <laughs> just picturing it. It's like a bunch of rocks floating around that are like, I want it. I want it. And just, like, grabbing aluminum as yeah, it goes by. super weird. <laughs> and uh, they have a conveniently timed half-life of 717,000 years. Mm, so convenient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the most convenient number, 717,000. <laughs> so it's convenient because uh, Mars's formation, like its accretion of all the little chunks of rock, took about two to four million years, which okay. means it ran through this half-life half of these isotopes um, a, a few times. Okay. Right? Just, but like only a few times. Not really fast. Not so slow that it didn't matter. But like on the same time scale as its formation, these isotopes were decaying. Yeah. And when they okay. decay, it heated Mars from mm. the inside because they were like releasing this energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. so like, what, so Half Life is maybe explain Half Life. Yeah, so truth. So Half Life, you do it. Okay. Yeah. So Half Life is you have a big old pile of particles um, that are like 
aluminum 26 and say aluminum decays to aluminum i don't know 24 i don't know what it actually does but whatever um uh imagine actually i guess it would decay to another atom so it'll change it'll release at some rate these particles will release chunks of themselves and become a different atom essentially uh different element element yeah and uh, well literally be different atom yeah i guess that's true yeah um so uh it takes 717,000 years in this case because that's the half-life for half of those particles to have transformed got it right yeah okay so that's which means means. yeah which means if you have like a huge amount of it if that half-life occurs three times you'll have lost half and then half of the remaining half and then half of the remaining half and so you're left with what like an eighth yes yep which means you still have a reasonable amount left and have gotten a ton of energy out of it because yep. you've used, you know, seven-eighths of it. Yep, yep, yep. And every time it releases the little bits of itself, it releases them in a form that, like, turns into heat very easily. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, little tiny subatomic particles. That go boing, 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 I like heat, yum, 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 happy. And by that, I mean I, they, like, bounce into stuff and heat heat it by <laughs> kinetic energy. I the, way, it. the scientific <laughs> way you explain things is just absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Cool, um, cool. Okay, all right, so, so now what? So Mars is now heated up. Yeah, it's so real the hot. The next step is that it's in space. <laughs> it starts to cool down because space is cold. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so as Mars begins to cool, um, it starts just like pooping out this gas from its insides. That's wait, 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 so, but space is. But how do you lose heat to space? It, uh, it's infrared. Okay. Yeah, that is a good point. You, well, you yeah. use gas too. Its atmosphere is okay. 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 Yeah, because okay. you're, you you're not like interacting with a lot of other particles. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you're losing. You're actually energy. particles are going away from. Got you. it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, which lose. that part makes sense. That's actually, but it didn't have an atmosphere at that point, so. Well, infrared makes sense. Oh, I guess also um, it might have been yeah the, certainly the infrared, but like parts of it may have been hotter. Like the heat would have been distributed through it from being concentrated into certain parts of it. Maybe it like okay. It's, its core became hotter, but its yeah. crust cooled down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so this was still in the early solar system. So Mars was getting his ass kicked by a bunch of meteors and stuff <laughs> around because it was freaking chaotic. There's actually um, a name for this. It's something like the Great Bombardment Period or something. Nice. Like that. It's like the early, early formation of the solar system had this like huge period where literally every single planet, including us, got just their ass kicked by meteors. Yeah, right. Well, that's where we got the moon from. So yeah, so yeah, so, yeah. Mars, you know. Gas comes out, atmosphere forms, sure. gets bombarded, probably lose some, loses some of its atmosphere like we talked about before. Yeah, yeah. One example of this, there's a 1,400-mile-wide impact crater. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's oh my God. real big. That's so big. That's, like, the, the, uh, pretty freaking big. Yeah. The it, diameter of Mars is, what did I say it was before? Oh, no. Why is this so hard to access? <laughs> I can't scroll up. My trackpad's all busted. Oh, man. Uh, uh, the mean radius of Mars is 3.389.5 kilometers? Yeah, okay, so 4,000 miles is its diameter. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's... that's. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a, a pretty, huge pretty chunk of the planet. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Gucci. I... Eh. And then so so yeah, Dave. You don't no, 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 no. I got, I got the, the next part. I'm gonna do the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, we're talking about how it's formed similarly to Earth, and yeah. that's correct. It's the internal structure of Mars is pretty similar to Earth. You've got this dense uh, metal metallic core that's mostly iron and nickel. Sure. And then you've got this less dense mantle around it that's like sort of flowy and lava-y, mm -hmm. and uh, that's mostly silicate. Um, but then the crust of Mars is actually way, way thicker than Earth. It's three times the thickness of Earth's crust. I think Earth's crust is like, what, 25 miles thick or something? Yeah, it's... And it's Mars is teensy, like three teensy. times that. Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Another weird thing about Mars is that, remember how on Earth, when we talked about plate tectonics, we have these big old continental and oceanic plates that are sliding all around and just slipping and sliding and crashing into each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah. Mars doesn't have that. Oh. It doesn't have any tectonic activity. It doesn't have any plates that are moving around. It does have two tectonic plates, but they don't... Only two. They don't tectonic. <laughs> they do not tectonic. Is that a verb? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. They're stuck. So they're they're stuck. They're just like, well, I guess because there's only two. Are they? Is it like, well, do they make up the whole surface? Like, collectively, the two of them? Yeah. Yep. Okay. The reason they're stuck is because the, the core cooled down. Oh. Um... Okay, cool. Wait, so but then, so don't a lot of our like mountain ranges and stuff come from from like tectonic collisions? Does yes. Mars still have any of like valleys and mountains what and all that jazz? What an incredible observation, Shane. So that's a good point. We know that most of our mountains form from tectonic activity. You have mountains that came about from two <laughs> plates crushing together and pushing up, yeah. or a mountain or one of the plates getting subducted and going beneath the other. Right. Volcanoes form through tectonic activity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the Hawaiian Islands for just a second. We know the Hawaiian Islands form. That's not on Mars. Shield volcanoes. Are you sure? um, <laughs> shield the way has these volcanoes? form is that we have is that these. Like the new home base. Stop. In the new season. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn it, you made me lose my train of thought. Now I'm thinking about Agents of Shield. Yeah. Damn it, Zach. You love that show. Did you watch Did you it love yet? That show? Oh yeah. Oh, of yeah, course. Okay. It's great. Yeah, didn't um, yet. So. The way the Hawaiian Island volcanoes formed yeah. is that they found a hot spot. There's a hot spot of lava rising up out of the tectonic plate, or rising up through the tectonic plate. But the tectonic plates are moving, right? Mm -hmm. So it bubbles up, makes a volcano, and then keeps moving, and then another volcano, and then another volcano, and then another volcano, and you get a chain oh. of volcano islands, which is how Hawaii formed. Oh, but wicked. when you don't have any tectonic activity and you still have a hot spot, yeah. it just keeps coming and oh, coming so and coming. it just a big mountain. So you just get a huge volcano. Cool. Olympus Mons. Olympus right. Mons is the largest volcano in the solar system. It Whoa. is the second tallest mountain in the solar system. It's th it's a volcano that's three times the height of Mount Everest. Oh my god! So just picture Everest and that's then disgusting. picture three Everests and then picture it on fire. Sorry, <laughs> picture Everest. Can anybody do that? <laughs> and because of all the weird stuff that happened, because it's like like one hotspot forming a volcano, a massive, massive volcano. Uh -huh. The caldera at the top. The caldera is like the volcanic like pit. Uh -huh. at the top it's formed by six separate volcanic events there's all sorts of like pockets of parts of where um oh, the weird volcanic activity caused parts of the or mountain to collapse okay and bubble up and it's so super weird yeah so olympus mons is super weird there's also valleys like you said there's um a valley called valles marineris it's filled with marinara sauce that's why um it is one of the largest Thanks, canyons in the solar system. In fact, it beats all of the canyons in the solar system unless you include canyons on Earth. Really? The rift valleys, for example, the East African Rift, yeah. um, is the biggest, is like the deepest valley. So is that just canyon. because we have moving tectonic plates that cause those that make them more... Partly. Um, it's super weird. So, But what this uh, valley, Valles Marineris, is, is it's very similar to a rift valley. Okay. And uh, it was... 
made and then it got even bigger over time because like other random stuff happened that caused like the part of parts of the walls to collapse hmm so you have this enormous canyon but there's also other stuff there's um another volcano called arcia mons and this one has some other weird features on it it's actually has a series of caves oh cool what um there's seven cave openings they found called the seven sisters okay named after loved ones of the discoverers so these seven cave openings are named dina chloe wendy annie abby nikki and jean isn't that interesting that's super weird we know people named most of those things things. the only one i don't know anybody named dina or chloe but the rest I are all just people met I know. Chloe. She's in there my personal finance group. Nice. I know. I don't. I've never met a Wendy or a Dina. Maybe I've met a Dina. Probably met a Dina. I can't remember. There's an Dina. Annie and Abby and a Jean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What the shit? And Nikki. And N I K K I. Oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, these are. You all guys are all famous now. People we I hope you know. lived or been in many oh, friends um, with. I Gage remind me to. Uh, tell a joke that gage told in the group later okay. um when we get to it but uh anyway what let's talk about some of the other stuff that mars has okay so we talked about all these like weird volcanic eruptions and there's all sorts of weird stuff that happens with it but let's see wait what was this thing that you're talking about zach what is this me electric dynamo thing yeah oh, you're talking about remember how we talked about in earth the reason we have auroras is due to that weird electric oh. field from our core yeah that guides charged particles into the in the atmosphere and makes them colorful yeah yep. the whole reason that happens is because it's freaking hot as balls and there's convection currents and stuff spinning around and making magnetic fields and it's all wonderful and great and right happy. right yeah so mars had that presumably okay um and then it had all these volcanic eruptions right and this probably made a nice thick atmosphere that was probably made it great for supporting liquid water. What? <laughs> but these volcanoes also just like spewed out heat onto the surface and sky of Mars, right? Okay. And Mars is small. So Mars has a much higher surface area to volume ratio. Right. And so it loses heat way faster than Earth. Okay. And so all its core heat got blasted onto the surface and then space was like, I'll take that. Oh, damn. And so Sex. Mars cooled down and so did its core. So Mars is kind of like an old man. Yeah, it's like yeah. stuck. It's all locked it's up. It's younger than Earth, it's got but it's almost sort of what happens if parts of Earth stopped working. Yeah, it just sounds like the old man version of a planet. Except, oh, there are still Venus auroras. Venus is like a rebellious teenager. Sorry, continue. Also, wait, this is this is also why, to answer your question from earlier, why there's so much iron on the surface compared to like other planets. Okay. Volcanic eruptions and then it cooled too fast so that the iron couldn't melt and seep back into the core. Oh, so shit. It's just, it's just like iron surface. from the core yeah. that... Oh, yeah. damn. It just got stuck there. Also, Mars Weird. still has auroras. What? How? Yeah. Unexplained. We don't know. No one knows Mars. How. They've seen auroras <laughs> the on fuck? Mars and have no fucking idea how that happened. That's so crazy. Damn it. All right, wait. So, does it... Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. But so, okay, does Mars have a moon? Because, like, most planets seem to have moons. Some yeah, of them weird. have a that million. Seems weird. Why should... Doesn't it? I yeah. know. I agree. Well, not that weird. It's not that like, weird. They're giant. Yeah. And so, to have caught other things that are going to orbit it that But you would feel large. like, why wouldn't those things they catch just smash into the planet? Well, they do Oh, a lot then of they the times. chunks fall yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah. 
I'll Mars it. does in fact have two moons. Really? That's more than one. Um, another that, quiz. Zach. I'm going to quiz you on what those names are. Oh, no. And what they mean. Oh, no. So Mars has two moons. What are their names and what do the names mean? Wait, you want me to just answer that? Yep. There's exactly zero chance. Okay, well, I'll tell you the that. names. Thanks. Phobos and Deimos. Um, that sounds like something to the extent of fear and darkness. Huh. Close. Okay. Phobos and Deimos mean horror and terror, respectively. Oh, okay. That's so terrifying. They're they're named after the <laughs> sons of. So messed up. They're named after the sons of Ares, the Greek oh. god, named Mars in the Roman the Roman god oh, Mars. Right. The sons of Mars who went into battle with him, Phobos and Deimos. Oh, and makes so, sense. These two are very Man, weird. These the two Greeks are very, very, very so freaking literal. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're just like, they're like, yeah, like, you know. Wow, his son is really scary. What's his name? No. Fear. No, no, it's <laughs> like war goes into battle with yeah. horror and terror. Yeah, exactly. And then they just created an entity that was war whose sons were horror and terror. But yeah, Phobos and Demos are super weird. They're tiny, dinky, super weird. And they're oh, most likely super weird. You keep saying super weird. They're most likely captured asteroids. What? Okay. So rather than like how our moon formed, which, which is when like, something crashed into us and pieces of us flew off into the sky the and moon, stuck. The moon is like if somebody chopped off your arm and you desperately grabbed it with your other hand and then just continued to run around with it. <laughs> <laughs> just holding it onto your other hand, so you're swinging it around all the time. I still got it. <laughs> so. Phobos is the closer moon. Um, it's the one that's it's much closer to Mars than Deimos. In fact, it takes up a huge part of the sky. It's so weird. Phobos is really porous. It's like it's about a quarter to a third of it is just empty. What do you mean by empty? Like it's porous. It's hollow. It's oh, hollow. so it's like Swiss cheese. Yeah, Phobos is a moon that actually looks like cheese. Weird. Ah. <laughs> Also, Phobos has all sorts of damage on it, sort of like the surface of Mars. Okay. But it has this one crater called Stickney. It's so big that it like takes up an entire like face of Phobos. In oh, fact, so if you were to like look there, at it from one angle, it's just that crater. Yep. And uh, in fact, the researchers have done some calculations, I guess, and figured out like how a moon that size would react to an impact that size. They are amazed that Phobos didn't just get destroyed. I mean, it sounds like it Like, it must have nearly just shattered Phobos. <laughs> That's nuts. The That's fact crazy. that it didn't shatter is yeah. incredible. That's great. There's Maybe some other weird stuff about Phobos. Blew out all its pores. It's like, yeah. Another weird stuff about <laughs> Phobos. SpongeBob shooting water out of his head holes. <laughs> what are those? Pores. <laughs> yeah. Ostia. Okay. Because sponges. Sponge. Yeah, but he's a regular sponge. Yeah, he's not a sponge. He's not a living sponge. sponge. He's, he's a, like kitchen stop. sponge. Well, kitchen sponges were originally living sponges. That doesn't they sound were? Right to me. Yeah, yes. We just like took sponges and we're like, Yeah, we and then we made plastic ones this. because it's much less weird. Damn, that's almost more weird. <laughs> anyway, Phobos. Phobos has some other weird stuff about it. One fact about it is that it orbits Mars below the synchronous orbit radius. What what that means is that it moves around Mars faster than Mars itself rotates. Oh what? So you get a Phobos rise and a Phobos it rises in the east and sets in the west twice a day. So that's like if we that would be that would be our it was our if our our lunar month was shorter than a day. Yes. What the shit? So uh, that would be like the moon setting setting and rising twice a day rather than that's so 
once a day. <laughs> so, but like, and caused for it would be a completely different reason. Oh, for yeah. the setting and rising. Yeah, it's not the Earth rotating around. It's like it it's, literally. It's like usually when the moon sets and rises, it's because the Earth is spinning. It just looks like it's moving around yes. the Earth. Yep. In this case, it's literally flying around the Earth faster. Yep. So it's just you're watching yeah, it. Move. You're just watching it like move across the sky what several the times a day. Fuck. And every time it passes, we get recordings of the sound. Wee. <laughs> we don't get that. Deimos is a little farther away. It's really weird shaped and non-spherical. Um, it takes about thirty hours to orbit Mars. Much less interesting. It's non-spherical. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, another potential hypothesis of how Phobos and Deimos came about is so one, we got the idea that they're just captured asteroids. Right. Now, another idea is some people have been suggesting that maybe they have similar origin to our Moon, where they um something crashed into Mars set out some debris and then it accreted into Phobos and Deimos. Okay. Um but the asteroid capture hypothesis I think is a little more likely, especially if Phobos and Deimos were once a binary asteroid, which means it's a, they were a system of asteroids that were traveling together oh. and linked together gravitationally okay. and then they just got hooked to Mars. Oh. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, Phobos trying to is going to be destroyed in yeah. 30 to 50 million years. Huh? But it is going to die Why? relatively soon. It's going to crash into Mars. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just, it's just going to die. It's like a little, like... I love how we can just calculate that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, oh, he's spinning. Crash, like, whatever. You know, figure it out. Weird. Wait, yeah, wait. So, so how, um... But Mars is, like, super far away. How do we know any of these things? Yeah. How do we know any of the <laughs> shit that we could, for all you know, be making up? Yeah, all making it all up. So we've had, we being humanity, uh, have had a collective... <laughs> we being Zach and Dave. <laughs> a large number of Mars missions. Mars. Um, pretty much half of them have failed. Oh my god. I mean, mostly I guess Russian. I'm not that surprised because yeah. it was so far away. Mostly Russian. Do we just like well, wait most for of the, th Most of the failures... Now, were so they also the earlier missions? Uh, yes, they did. The, the rate of failure decreases as you go forward so, in time. So was it like America and the European Union just like waited for Russia to figure out how to not fuck up so bad and then we were like, okay, we got it, guys. <laughs> Essentially. Okay. Yeah, well, I think... <laughs> it sounds like a thing we would do. Yeah. But NASA isn't completely off the hook. Yeah. NASA, NASA fucked, NASA up, fucked, fucked up a too. few times too. Yeah. In kind of some strain. Okay, so one of their craft that NASA sent, they're like, yeah. okay, we got to direct this into the Mars atmosphere to land it appropriately. Oh, shit, it burned up. What happened? Someone's like, I, I misconverted units. No, <laughs> oh, no. Whoops. Somebody misconverted units on a multi-billion dollar That's space probe so just burned How up no as it check hits Mars. That math. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's sure they NASA. They're like, oh no, you're we're NASA. <laughs> so, um, basically, the Soviet Union went first. Yeah. Screwed up like twice, but lost like a bunch of different. Actually, they screwed up once because they just lost one rocket. They were putting like five lander slash orbiters <laughs> on. They just. It just failed to launch or orbit or whatever. It just basically... Well, you know the old saying, don't put all your rovers on one spaceship. Yeah, exactly. What's, when was this? Like the 80s? This was the 1960. Yeah. This is the 60s. What? This is very early on. That's Freaking unbelievable. This is before the moon mission. What? <laughs> That's completely insane We got to, to Mars before we, got, before we sent a man to the moon. Wow. That's nuts. Like, th that's just not even comparable. Mars is so much farther yes. away. We didn't have to send people, though. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. That would be much harder. So, but that's crazy. NASA also totally screwed up in, okay. in 64, 1964. Um, 
they're just the payload of one of their things just didn't separate and just got stuck. The Mariner three, but the Mariner four was fine. Boom, oh, no. it like it did a flyby. Was like, bro, what's up? And Mars was like, I'm a planet. Um, yeah, yeah. And then you know, five failed. Then Mariner six and seven were good, and then eight failed. The nine was good. Um, oh my god. And then I think there were another few Soviet ones thrown in there. Yep. Communications lost before flyby. Good <laughs> job. Um, <laughs> Failed to orbit. Yep. 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 <laughs> that would be so fucking upsetting. Failed you're to like, orbit. You're like watching it like shoot at Mars and then it just like keeps going. And you're like, like no, ah, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like when you're playing uh, like mini golf or something. You're just like, <laughs> you see it just barely go past the hole. Like, it, and then it just like, keeps you're going. You're like leaning your <laughs> like, head like <laughs> trying to like get it to. Come on, guys. <laughs> so there was, there was like a bunch of these missions and people got just, we lost some stuff and like whatever. Some we're, millions we're of dollars. It. Yeah, we kept making more. And then you got the Vikings one and two. Vikings. Yes. Was that those were American? Yes. Nice. And uh, they each Viking one and Viking two each had their own lander and orbiter. Um, okay. So basically, the orbiter was like, "I'm gonna take pictures and look at stuff and observe." And the or lander was like, "I'm gonna touch the ground. <laughs> I'll touch it. And uh, I'll touch it. it. <laughs> touch it." Um, so they actually got some interesting data. Very yeah. interesting data. They got some pictures. When was and this? Stuff. This was 1975. 1975. All right, chill. And uh, no, it's a good question. No, no, no. I was, that uh, was, no, I was like me. saying like cool. Oh, chill. That's chill. Gotcha. So they see these these two things. Like, yeah. Those kind of look like shorelines. Oh. That's weird, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, goes from like high to drop down and then it's just a basin for like forever oh so like exactly what you would expect an ocean or a lake to look like yeah, yeah dried okay. up ocean yeah and so people were like that's kind of cool maybe <laughs> let's look at it and some people were like nah this this shoreline like derps down in too many spots this couldn't possibly be real but then they did like another uh, like analysis and they're like no, we'd expect to see that if this stuff happened to Mars. Okay. And then they start looking at various gullies yeah, and deltas. I'm just deltas. imagining, just think about, like, 1975, the computer technology that was available, and how much math... Oh, you mean Abisai? Yeah, and how much math... <laughs> um, how much math someone had to do to figure out like you can't just be like oh I'll just run a computer model and like simulate the thing to see what it will look like someone just like had to figure out <laughs> like a bunch of different things so it wasn't even just like oh like well you know under the factors on earth this is what happened they're like under eight different possibilities of what could have gone down <laughs> oh yeah like over the course of however many thousands of years like thousands millions of years yeah, there you go um <laughs> You know that's insane to me. That's so deeply upsetting this is, that some, some poor soul had to do that. Took place over the next like twenty, thirty years. Okay, so, even so, yeah. even thirty years later, two thousand five, computers worked ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we so had an email. They keep looking at stuff. They're like these, these, these gullies should be here. These deltas, if yeah. they were all attached to this landmass, should be at this height, and they are. Okay, that's weird. But where'd the water go? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the first evidence we've had. Of, remember, we talked about, you know, just how Mars looks. There's, there's actually um, a big thing about uh, the reason that certain parts of Mars are called uh, oceans versus continents. Okay. It's just because old astronomers thought it was actually water. They oh. saw the dark spots of Mars and were like, holy shit, that's an ocean. 
Damn. And so they called those regions Mer. Those poor guys. If they ever found out, they'd be probably like, Damn. so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Where's did Mars have oceans? It probably did for a while. Okay, but why is it not there now? So some of it is frozen <laughs> below the ground. Okay. Uh, which we have, like, straight up observed and measured. We've cool. been like, boop, there's ice water here. Or water <laughs> ice Actually, one of the funny things is um the way we found some of this frozen water is uh one of the rovers... I forget which one accidentally dragged its wheel on rock and got stuck and sort of dug up the dirt rather than like driving away. And they were like, wait, what's that under the wheel? <laughs> Literally accidentally dug up ice. And they were like, holy shit, that's ice. <laughs> There's like a layer of permafrost on yeah. the Martian Damn. surface. Wait, it sounds like not very far under the Martian surface. No, no. Uh, far enough that like a rover could accidentally yeah. dig it up with a yeah. wheel spin. Well, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yes. That sounds like accessible water. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. If it weren't frozen. Well, yeah. yeah, but like, but yeah. if someone were to be there and like i need water and had like punch, any sort of punch, heating punch, mechanism punch. yeah yeah they yeah. could punch the ground and get water no, they could like you know dig into the permafrost With and just get it up um cool yeah and so some of it's oh, i wrote maybe it's frozen maybe it's maybelline <laughs> <laughs> some of it probably sublimated into space because low gravity mineral space. atmosphere uh water probably has a okay decent vapor pressure Fair enough so that just like it evaporated and then was gas and then the gas did the same thing that the other gas did and left yes and we have another way of measuring how the water did this in a okay. similar way what? The ratio of heavy water to regular water at the polar ice caps. Okay, so first things first, hydrogen versus deuterium. Yeah. What is deuterium? Deuterium is a hydrogen with an extra neutron. Okay. So it's a little heavier, but it acts like hydrogen. Okay. Um, so okay. sometimes you get like a water molecule that has, a, it's DHO, it's deuterium, hydrogen, oxygen, that's semi-heavy water. And sometimes they're Curiosity, both the, if yeah. we were to drink heavy water, would it just be the same as not so heavy water? So it's actually kind of funny. Um, it can counteract the uh, instability you get from drinking alcohol, potentially. Um, because it, what? so you know how your like inner ear fluid? Yeah. Yeah, it'll change density when you drink alcohol, which okay. is part of what you know you're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get all like so this makes your dizzy a little, your blood a little heavier than it usually is denser rather <laughs> and so it can ca counteract the so you yeah. took them both at the same time you would maybe right have your balance still except for the neurological effects of right alcohol. yeah weird yeah so what some, the some people like had thing that we should i was actually Dave try in an in hey <laughs> <laughs> how did you know that i would be the one who wanted to volunteer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, completely unrelated to this, the other day I was reading something on Reddit about some guy who was like, yeah, I had to uh, drink a bunch of heavy water for some therapy I had to go through, and they were trying to measure something, because they use that, if you drink it, they can, like, trace it through your oh, body. Oh, right, yeah, sure. Um, so, he had to drink, like, some large amount of heavy water, and he was like, yeah, so immediately after that I was sick and nauseous and lost my balance. Right. And then, like, I was okay later once my body equilibrated to it, because he had to drink a certain amount each day. But oh, like, so his amount. inner ear just started being like, oh, okay, I yeah, got it. pretty sure. So cool. it'll it'll screw you up like that. Um, I think it takes heavy water. <laughs> Does that mean if you just continually drank alcohol, your inner ear would eventually like adapt to uh, it? Yeah, if your brain didn't rot first. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously yeah. disregarding all the other shit that just it does. Having, like, yeah, probably. But only the effect of like thinning your inner ear fluid. I, be that's I believe that's funny. the case. But this guy, um, or what was I going to say now? I don't know. Hydrogen don't to know. deuterium ratio. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, do no, we know? No, I was still before that. There's another interesting fact about. Calm this down, Dave. Yes, yeah, seriously, bro. Oh my god. 
<laughs> so it takes, I think if you replace 50% of the water in your body with uh, heavy water, you die. Um, they've Why? They've done experiments. What would kill you? On who? Your, your processes don't work good. <laughs> what do you mean they did experiment? <laughs> you can't just say that. People. That requires some explanation. <laughs> heavy water death. Google. <laughs> Deuterium density in seawater calculated. Uh, poop. I don't know. Oh, just, all right, let's go back to talking yeah. about Mars. So, in the same way yeah. that um, Argon-36 flies away more easily than Argon-38, right? regular water will sublimate and fly away yeah. more easily than heavy water. Right, because it's lighter. And so Mars has eight times the concentration of deuterium that Earth's ice caps have. Mars oh, caps wow. Do. So wow. presumably had a f large amount of water. <laughs> Damn. Like a freakishly large amount of water. Damn. Like a half of... I mean, is there any chance that just, like, it always had more heavy water for some reason? It's unlikely because it all formed... The whole, all the plants formed from the same stuff, and the ratios are pretty consistent oh. usually across... Oh, right, because yeah. we talked about with Jupiter. Okay. Which is why we can, like, look at comets and stuff and be like, yo, you've got a different ratio because you're from not our solar system. Exactly. And oh. did the water come from you or from us? Gotcha. Yeah. That's how we're telling that uh, whether or not our water comes from comets or not. Oh, just like the ratio. Same hydrogen deuterium ratio. Oh, cool. So remember when we talked about Rosetta? Yeah. That's why this comet trip is so important because if we find out that our water came from comets, that yeah. has a lot of implications about the origin of life. Too. Right. But anyway. Well, also just means there's so, water somewhere else. So Mars. <laughs> Space is so fucking cool. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> it's just so like grand. Yeah. It's like grand. If because you think about space and you think about the solar system. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, like, billions of billions of Earths. And Earth is, like, already so expansive that we literally can't even conceive of yep. the entire thing at once. Like, this room has a lot of detail in it. I could, like, look around this room and be interested by things. It's not even a big room or a particularly interesting one. But I could be, like, interested by this room for, like, an hour or two just, like, looking at things. And, and then and then this building is four of those, five of those, maybe six. And then this town is, like, <laughs> you know, two or three times, like, just, like, 20 or 30,000 times that. And then the state is, like... I don't know, a hundred thousand times that, and then the, the world, and just then, yeah. and that's like, that's only speck. Earth. That's yeah. just a speck. We are a tiny dot. It's like amazing. It's so bizarre. It's awesome. I um, love it. So what other Space. missions to Mars did we have? Well, we had uh, a lot of stuff. Thanks, Zach. That there was, was the really Global helpful. Surveyor, which was an orbiter, okay. Pathfinder, which was a lander, and the Sojourner, which was our first rover on what Mars. What do we get out of, or what's the difference between a lander and a rover? The lander, lander doesn't move. It can study the surface, but it's, so it's easier to send out and have me reach the planet and do stuff than a rover. Okay. Because you don't have to make it be able to drive around and be all complicated and stuff. Right. And it can actually reach the surface and study the surface directly and send information back up. To the, to the orbiter. To the orbiter. Yeah. Whereas the orbiter can't go to the surface. Right. So it's like a halfway, it's like half seas between an orbiter and a rover. Yeah, okay. It's like okay. a lot, it's like an easy step. Just be like, we'll just, we'll just it's drop, a rover without we'll wheels. Drop someone there. Yep. Are there a bunch of just like rovers and landers just like, I mean, not a bunch, but Dead like, on Mars. just kind of scattered yep. around yep. Mars. Yo, what if just another power. life form like got to Mars power. and they're like, what the shit? 
there's just all these like robot it's skeletons. There's all, yeah, there's like all these robot skeletons just like scattered around next ours. door. Like, hey, we're over here, you dumbass. Please <laughs> <laughs> come here. So like shining lights at 1996, them. 1996, <laughs> our first rover baby on Mars. It's really cute, actually. If you look up the Sojourner rover, it's yeah. Sojourner is really, really it's like cute. Really cute. Dave, show me a picture. So it only it only lasted for like 80 days or so because it's, okay. it's solar panels were kind of crappy. Uh-huh. Um, it had like and it's adorable. So back then, the solar panels uh, that they had were like 18 percent efficiency, right? Which is like even today, yeah, the absolute best, most expensive solar panels aren't even at 50 percent efficiency, right? Which is like so. The rovers today, I don't know what actual efficiency they have, but it's probably in like the 30 to 40 percent sure. range. So, and I'm sure Which is still it's twice as good. Yeah, and we've designed other systems that allow them to last longer because now we know what the effects of having a rover floating around on a rover. <laughs> right, definitely. Um, so this this operation was supported by rover control software, which ran on a silicon graphics Onyx X2 computer back on Earth and allowed commands. Sorry, to what kind of computer? Silicon graphics Onyx X2. <laughs> What this the is just shit. so retro. I, w- I totally want to look at like so, that sounds hilarious. It allowed command sequences to be generated using a graphical interface. The rover driver would wear 3D goggles supplied with imagery no fucking way. from the base station and move a virtual model with the Spaceball controller, a Spaceball! specialized joystick. He was literally playing a video game and it's controlling a just, fucking rover. You know the mouses that are just like literally yep. a ball yep. on a pad? Yep. That's definitely what it was. That's what I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. And the control software allowed the rover and surrounding terrain to be viewed from any angular position somehow. Um, I mean, it had cameras in the front and back of the rover. Right. Um, and I guess there's an orbit or two. Sorry, when was this? Uh, 96. So- we have 3D goggles and shit? Apparently. Damn. NASA had 3D goggles. Right, NASA. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, like, I mean, they must have just been really shitty. Like, virtual reality yeah. is so hard. Oh, yeah. And we have so many problems with it. Also, I mean, like, I've seen, like, the virtual that boy that Nintendo made. as shit. Yeah. All the I was time. just going to say, the virtual <laughs> boy like, that we're like, still Nintendo struggling made with that. It's like, it's so red and it, like, literally gave kids epilepsy. Oh, good. <laughs> so That's terrifying. So let's talk about some of the other rovers. So then in 2004, we had the Spirit and the Opportunity. Those are those are cool and all, but let's talk about my personal favorite, <laughs> Curiosity. Curiosity. Yeah, this guy landed in 2012. Um, it was a big deal. It was a big Huge deal because deal. it's the biggest one we have so far that landed on there, and he's really cool and really awesome. Oh, and he? It's really cool and really awesome. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> anthropomorphized, sorry. Um, well, basically, and Murphy's and specifically gendered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Curiosity is packed with all sorts of instruments. It's got cameras yeah. and all sorts of like little scanners and How diggers. Decide and stuff. what things to add. I feel like it would just be so like hard nine to know. different corporations were like, "Here, take my piece and stick it on Curiosity." They're of like, course. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, I mean, probably my favorite thing that Curiosity has. What? My favorite thing that Curiosity has is um, a DRT, which is like a little dirt brush. <laughs> Literally, Why is that your favorite thing? Because how fucking adorable is that? <laughs> it's got all these fancy equipment, and then it goes, oh, I'm a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him just put- putting around Mars, and he's got a little brush, and he's like brushing his eyes off. It's like, oh, I'm a little dirty. Wait, what was that video game with the little? Is you're like on Mars or something, and you're like a little rover or something? I'm pretty sure this is a video game that happened. Is maybe I don't know. I just remember. I'll have to look this you're up. You're describing Wally. No, I mean kind of, but it was like a game where you like clicked around and you had to collect stuff. And oh, no. 
when there's a sound effect like that or something at some point. I don't know. No I'll have to figure this out. Yeah, you do that. So, Curiosity yeah. um, is powered by a radioisotope thermoelectric generator, which just sounds cool. Oh, I'm sure it's cool. Cool, but probably much more boring than that. Well, no, that sounds like what we were talking about with the... Um, we were talking about... What, Zach, what, 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 we were talking what? about Sorry, generators that like use nuclear power. When was that? nuclear powered like when we because when we, like the we're talking like the voyager or like some other probe that we oh. send into space and it like it operates on it like technically uses nuclear power it yeah. uses yeah. nuclear decay to power itself which is base it's like for all intents and purposes is an infinite power source like with regards to human lifespan um so because it just like because the half-life thing where it just like decays a little bit at a time and you just get a little bit of energy mm -hmm. every time Okay, it sounds like it would be something like that. It's I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what powers Curiosity's little wheels and all of his instruments and stuff. It's a little dirt brush. His little. Um, You're so into this. It's so fucking cute. <laughs> um, he also has Curiosity. Also has um, all sorts of like communication stuff. So it's got communicators that uh, connect with the orbiters on Mars. Okay. Like it also has. How many also, orbiters are like around Mars right now? I don't. I think how there many, are currently there, seven active spacecraft on or around the Martian surface. Two of them are orbiters and five are rovers. Two of them are rovers and five are orbiters. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's has... operational. You've got Spirit and Sojourner just passed out on the surface. Right. That are just dead. Yo, what if it just, like, runs into them and it's just like... Oh. Like they're just like I'm just imagining the researchers like move, like moving curiosity around and then just like all of a sudden be like what the fuck is that like freaking out and be like oh oh yeah so yeah where they are they know exactly where Sojourner and Spirit are dead I guess that's true yeah um but also uh it has. It has like radio communications for the orbiters, but it also has an X-band transmitter and receiver to communicate directly with Earth. Oh wow! I'm not 100 sure what X-band is, but I mean the fact that it can communicate directly with Earth from how many million miles away? Yeah, that's outstanding. 50 million miles. Man, away wait. So how long does that take? I guess like a minute or two. No less than that. Putt putt goes to the moon. That's that's because you said <laughs> putt putt. And and that's what I yeah, it's thanks Zach. What a great game. Anyway, great curiosity. Uh, the way its wheels work is it's six wheels in a rocker bogey suspension. And I don't know what that means at all. Let me just fucking show you okay. what this looks like. I'll see like. if I can describe yo, it. Yo, at Those home right now, yeah. Google rocker bogey suspension. Just because it'll autocorrect you to Google yeah. will fix you. Oh, and what? it has a little gift that perfectly explains how it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So it's like uh, it's like you got like a um. Like oh man, I'm gonna never mind. I was gonna describe it, but that was gonna be a computer sciencey thing and wouldn't be helpful. It's like if you have you have like a um, like a C pointed down toward the ground, and on the front part of the C you've got a wheel, and on the back part you have another C also pointed toward the ground, and that in and the front and back of that part are both wheels. I don't think that was helpful. If you <laughs> nope. draw it, that would totally help. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's if you cool. look at the thing, you'll see exactly how it works. There's a GIF on the Wikipedia page for the rocker bogey suspension. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, that's like curiosity that is before. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Do, do you like curiosity though? I love curiosity. Yeah, okay. Dude, this is like my favorite game. This car. I'm watching a, a playthrough of the whole thing. No, like, it's only an hour long. Um, but like this, this car accidentally gets shot to the to the moon by fireworks, and then he has to live. A car? There. Yeah, like no, it's a regular it's a, oh, car. It's a living car. Yeah, it's the it's a community of cars. That can are you alive. turn the computer so I can see? Yeah, it's going. 
Yeah, I've definitely never played this game. Are you sure? Actually, I'm <laughs> that not is sure. Terrifying. I might have seen that car before. Oh my yeah, god! It's, it's, really, like, it's a putt putt series of video games. I don't really remember. I don't think I've ever played it. I might have seen someone else play. Oh yeah, the that car looks like a meth addict. Stuff. Super yeah, weird. It's like twitchy as fuck. <laughs> it is. He like does some kind of flavored drink. Back to Mars. Drink. Yeah, Zach, you're easily distracted today. No. Um. So. So. Mars is in the news recently. Yeah, wait. Okay. Actually, Colleen and I were talking about this. So, like, presumably we found water, or at least evidence of, like, currently there being water on Mars, which people don't seem nearly excited enough about. <laughs> it was like, Colleen was like, yeah, wait, didn't they? I told her what the show was about. She's like, didn't they find, didn't they find water on Mars? And I was like, yeah. And, like, the fact that you even had to ask that, like, you weren't sure is super upsetting. Like... I've mentioned this to a few other people, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, they found water on Mars. And I was like, are you, what? That's, yeah. why is no one fucking amped about this? This yeah, is this such a big deal. And she was like, yeah, I feel like every time, like, we've almost found water on Mars, or, like, found some evidence that there could have been water on Mars, people have freaked out, and they just, like, got desensitized or something. Yeah. Because no one is freaking out, and this is way bigger deal. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, big deal. let's talk about, is there actually water on Mars? What exactly did NASA find? What did they find, Dave? So, tell us. What they found is uh, one of the orbiters, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, was watching these dark streaks on, you know, on slopes in several spots all over Mars. Slope day. And these, <laughs> these dark streaks were, like, moving sliding they're like hmm that's weird so they called them recurring slope lineae okay um what they are is it's these hydrated minerals that are flowing in like streaks and oh, weird. minerals like magnesium perchlorate magnesium chlorate and sodium perchlorate what these are are just um it's hydrated minerals that lower the freezing point of salty water okay and so You've got this shallow subsurface flow. Essentially, what you have, these dark streaks that are flowing, is just sort of wet soil. Right, I was going to say. It's not quite um, wet enough to be like mud, but it's sort of really salty, thick, dense, flowing water. What? Yeah. Which is like, so this is cool, because in the past, we we knew there was water ice on Mars. Right. The ice caps are primarily made of water ice right there's these layers of like permafrost under the surface right the soil on mars is one to 1.5 to 3 percent water okay trapped inside of molecules and other elements right right or not inside elements but inside like molecules yeah Yeah. that's the word um (laughs) hydrated and so you can't access it because it's like trapped inside this little framework of these molecules so it's not like real water you know it's kind of it's part of a molecule but this is just water with stuff right. in it. Yeah, yeah, That you could just filter out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah? Presumably, if you had, like... I mean, there'd be, like, pretty much no water you'd get out of it. Yeah. Right, right, Because it's mostly not water. Yeah. Yeah. But there is liquid flowing right, right, right. water amongst the briny, Damn. salty sea. It's enough water that it sort of, like, sticks to the soil and, like... Right, yeah. Wicks off as it, like, travels downwards. Uh, as it, like, flows. What? But... There, we talked about all this evidence that there was water on Mars in the past. In fact, billions of years ago, there was probably a lot of water. 
like a stupid amount. Yeah, liquid water. In fact, the flat northern plains of Mars may have once just been a giant ocean. Yeah. Oh, my those, God. Those, those shorelines and stuff? Yeah. 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 Curiosity Damn. just recently drove through a millions of years old ancient seabed. Wow. <laughs> Stream bed. What? It just drove through man, what used to be a stream. This is honestly just kind of upsetting. Like, it's, it's really, really yeah. cool, but it's like, man. Mars is a husk of... If it hadn't... Yeah, yeah. it's like... It's interesting, too, because you said Venus is, like, what would happen if we just, like, let global warming happen, like, completely untamed and, like, uh-huh. did nothing about it and just, like, it was the worst case scenario. Like... Mars is what would happen if we had no atmosphere whatsoever. Yeah, it's just, like, it's, like, the opposite, but it seems like Venus seems less dead. <laughs> yeah. Even though, you know, it's, yeah. like... I yes. mean, it might just be because it actively kills things and like has more <laughs> stuff there. But like Venus is like Venus is like a like is like Ghost Rider. It's like a skull that's on fire. It's like animated. <laughs> and like, Mars is just, just a skeleton. Yeah. And, and Mars dead. is just a straight up skeleton. It's, it's just like completely dead. Yeah, it's got that nothing is going very on. Very accurate. With like a few chunks of skin left on it, maybe <laughs> they we're not sure it's skin. We recently <laughs> confirmed that it almost certainly is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay, so 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 but the whole point of trying to find water has always been like we think that it's necessary for life, right? Yes. All the life that we've found so far has needed water. Yeah, that's not a big sample size. Um so <laughs> it's not a it's not a uh, representative yeah, sample size. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a good sample size if you forget that they all stem from one thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um okay, wait, so does that mean that there's a chance that there's life on Mars if we found water? So NASA's mantra when it comes to life on Mars. Yeah. Follow the water. Okay. We're assuming that, like we said, the only life we ever have found has yeah. needed water. Right. So we're so NASA, in their search for life, follows water. Sure. So that's what they're looking for first and foremost. Okay. That's why we're looking at this these dark streaks, and we're seeing them. These but dark like, streaks. Billions of years ago, when there was liquid water, yeah. there could have been life. Right. There could but now be it might be billions dead. of years dead, extinct life. So upsetting. Which is so weird to think about. But if yeah. there was life, wouldn't there be like maybe little fossilized bits or were they single cells? So they just get disintegrated at the first sign of a danger. Yeah, it's really hard to fossilize when you don't have any hard parts. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why the earliest examples of life we have on Earth, the earliest, the oldest fossils we have are. Um, not single bacteria. They're like piles of bacteria that turn to stone. So look up stromatolites. Uh, okay. That's like the Weird. earliest example of life on Earth, the earliest, fo- oldest fossil we have. Got it. So cool. life could have existed billions of years ago on Mars. Sure. Is it possible that it existed exists today? Are you Maybe? asking Shane? Probably technically, <laughs> yes. but <laughs> uh, It's probably like technically, yes, but like almost definitely not. That's what it sounds like. Maybe. Right. So... On Earth, we have lots of really weird life that can live in really harsh existences, like extremophile bacteria that live in, like, geothermal vents at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, But that's still water. Life finds a way, man. Jeff Goldblum told me that. Oh, yeah, did he? When I was a wee Tardigrades. Boy. Yeah. Tardigrades yeah. need water. They can hibernate, though. Right. So... Which sort of makes this seem like it could be a exactly. place where tardigrades could be. Tardigrades are the tiny little things that look like bears. They're so little water bears. They're, they're actually really closely related to um, insects. That's weird. Weird. What? Yeah. They're ectisozoans. They're they're arthropods, essentially. Oh. What? They're so small. Though. They're so tiny. They're yeah. awesome. Weird. 
Um, yeah, and they like they can just like they can survive the vacuum of space for yep. like extended periods of time because they can just like they absorb water and then they just like hold on to it and just turn off, and then they turn back on later. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. So yeah, maybe there is life on Mars right now, living in that water. Okay, so why don't we like go go like look in the water? Well, there's a few issues with that. <laughs> I'm assuming most thing. of them have to do with us, like, having, like, really, really large constraints on what we can put in a rover. Um, that's part of close. it. Close. Okay. So, first, first thing, yeah. Curiosity simply can't get there. Right. Too steep. The slopes are too steep for right. Curiosity to even drive because, up there. Because we have lots of restrictions on... Well, it's it's not that. It's that, like, it's literally not designed to go up really that's steep slopes. Yeah, but, like, we, you know... If it was like we could just make whatever rover we wanted, obviously we'd be like, well, we should make one that can climb steep slopes because Maris is super mountainous. But we couldn't do that because we had to fucking send it through space 50 million miles or whatever to get there. Pretty much, Maybe probably. that's part of it. But another big reason yeah. is that we're not allowed to touch the water. What? Why? According to the 1967 Outer Space oh, Treaty no. made by the UN... The world's space powers are bound by rules that forbid anyone from sending a mission, robot or human, close to a water source. Why? In the fear of contaminating it with Earth life. Oh, wait, shit. Yep. But that's so backwards. I mean, it's not. I get it. But also, it's super backwards because you can't analyze it. We can analyze it if we scrub the crap out of a rover in the future and then shoot it up there and make sure everything is clean, super duper clean, and then we send it over. Basically, Curiosity isn't um, sterilized highly nah. enough for it to be cons for it to be able to touch <laughs> water. Could we just send an orbiter and have the orbiter like laser clean it from space? <laughs> so just like every time it passes for like a couple seconds, like I read that the sterilization process for these like rovers and stuff is like really complicated. And what they do is when they finish, the amount of bacteria, the amount of like life still stuck to these things is like greatly diminished rather than like being completely covered in it like we are all the time yeah yeah, yeah. it's like you find one every like 300 square centimeters or something like that i forget but it's like really really far and pretty good job few and far between but there's still some not right enough so there's probably like yes but then there is actually life on earth in a life on mars controlled capsule there is that's meant to keep it perfectly safe and yeah, not yeah, yeah, kill yeah. any like break any part of it, right? So it's actually very so. very likely that there's life on Mars, but it's from Earth, <laughs> it's Earth -like. and it's stuck to one of our probes. Hopefully, still stuck. Hopefully, still because stuck. Because Earth bacteria is hardy and might not yeah. just die. Oh God, that'd be so fucking upsetting. People, some people are afraid we've already screwed up and just contaminated Mars, and it's really we're like probably true. In trouble. Yeah. I would actually believe other it. people I, think this is too strict. I disagree with that. This is definitely required. But uh, we're sending another rover in 2020. Oh, we are. Um, except it still won't be sterilized ah, enough. It's uh, the NASA, the rover NASA is sending in 2020 is very similar to Curiosity in that it's yeah. built for very similar purposes. Okay. And so, like Curiosity, it's not going to be sterilized highly enough because the place they're sending it, like, they weren't expecting to find water. So. Curiosity, the reason that it's the level of sterile that it is is because NASA specifically sent it to a part where it's like, nah, we don't need to clean it that much. You're going to a place where we're not looking to 
we're not worried about contaminating things because we're not looking for life. And then we they found water. And then they just found water. But so, and the one in 2020 is already like too far in development to yep. be like, okay, we can make it so that it can be sterile. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a poem to read. Oh God, yes. It's the bastardization of the rhyme of the ancient mariner. <laughs> oh God. Water, water everywhere, nor any drop to scientifically investigate. <laughs> I call it rhyme of the modern spacefarer. <laughs> That was that's it. That's it. It's one line from the poem. It's a great poem. Don't read it though. Instead, just listen to the Iron Maiden song called "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner," in which they use the the, the lyrics of the poem as their lyrics, and it's great. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's thirteen minutes long. Oh my god! What was the poem? Uh, it's, pretty long. it's pretty long. It's a long. Oh, okay. Poem. Um. Okay. Wait. 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 So there might may or may not be, like Mars may or may not have its own life. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But can we just send Earth life there like people? Well, we've got a few problems. Okay. First of all, Mars gravity is like a third of Earth gravity. Okay. So that's not healthy. You'll start to yeah, weaken yeah. like a baby. Maybe not so much, not as quickly as they do that's on the five. ISS. He said baby five right? times in the show. <laughs> so the ISS, they have to, astronauts have to exercise all day, every day. Right. I mean, a lot of time every day to prevent their bones from becoming soft and squishy and their muscles from oh horribly atrophying. Turning into jelly. Um, yeah. So oh that's zero gravity, though. We're right. talking one-third gravity. So we don't really know. I mean, obviously, it'd be bad. Yeah, yeah. How and bad? people are only quickly. on the moon for, like, hours, right? Yeah. So we don't even have any idea. Okay. Yep. So, um... Man, but isn't there, like, that, like, mission to send people to yeah. Mars currently? Yeah, Mars 1? Yeah. Let me, let me give you a little breakdown Please on do. That. I've, I'm so confused about it so, at all times. Uh, Wired Magazine gave it a plausibility score of 2 out of 10, which seems rather generous. I uh, agree. The Daily Mail enumerated reasons why Ugh. the project will never happen, calling the project foolish. The project lacks current funding as well as sources for future funding. It the organization funding? has no spacecraft or rocket in development or any contracts in place with companies that could provide a spacecraft or rocket. While plans to point to SpaceX for both resources, Elon Musk's has uh, space organization. Yeah, yeah. No contracts with Mars One in an industry <laughs> that typically plans contracts decades in advance. Yeah. The organization has not shared any research into the effects of microgravity on crews in flight or reduced gravity on the Mars surface. The organization has yet to provide plans or even study how crews might survive dust storms, supply challenges, or the increased radiation on Mars or in the spacecraft on the way to Mars. So they're not even trying. So they haven't done anything. They they're got like, hundreds of people to sign up for a trip that's not going to happen. Or we'll just kill everyone. Uh, no, it just won't happen. It just no, won't it happen. happen. <laughs> Their budget's estimated at $6 billion. NASA says if we wanted to do this and bring the people back, which is an added expense, it would take us $100 billion. So cut that in half. Say so they don't have to come back. And they're just chopping. That's still $50 billion. Honestly, you probably like can't even cut it in half. It probably doesn't cost like... It's it's probably most of the expense is like in the initial overhead and sending them there and getting them to be there like sending them back probably doesn't cost half of the cost. Yeah, it's probably like but it's generous. Still, it. yeah. So Mars One is not going to happen. Dollars. It's Mars One is not going to fucking happen. Let's get this straight. <laughs> Mars One is not going to fucking happen. If you sign up for Mars One, you're not going to go to fucking Mars because Mars One is not going to fucking happen. Also, I was watching this thing. It was super weird. They're like, yeah, like you know, how are you going to deal with not ever having sex? And I was like. Why aren't you allowed to? Why is that a requirement for being on this? Like, because in order what? to, they probably have limited resources, food-wise and stuff. Uh, and, and so, if, if, if they had a baby, you're screwed. 
It's so, that just seems to defeat the purpose of sending people this to Mars. This is sort of establish a beginning permanent colony in order to like have other people come later. Yeah. And one of the criticisms is like, uh, so we have like critical failures in the ISS like every two years. We need to send replacement parts for. And the guy's like, yeah, we'll have to send replacement parts every two years. Oh yeah? <laughs> How are you gonna do that? <laughs> you don't have a rocket to get your ass there in the first place. It's nuts. You don't have a backup rocket <laughs> to send supplies. So if we actually want to live there, low gravity is a problem. Pretty much a lack of atmosphere, including a lack of atmospheric pressure, right, is a problem. Um, we need protection from the radiation because there's no magnetosphere, right, to absorb anything. Right. It's just blasting. Man, out. you would just get obliterated. Yep. Yeah. No, no amount of sunscreen would save you from the insta cancer. Why doesn't the like? Do they have to like do some sort of special coating for their rovers such that they don't just get obliterated? Well, um, uh, feels like question. I mean, all their electronics be... are protected heavily. Okay, yeah, yeah. By shielding. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've read about that. Yeah, sure. But um, they're all just yeah. shielded. Okay, cool. They're not like organic, so they don't really have to worry about parts like physical pieces of metal breaking down too much. Right. Exactly. Um, so. Good news is yeah. Mars is sometimes kind of in the habitable zone, mostly. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> kind of mostly. So we talked about Mars's weird ass orbit. It's weirdly elliptical and eccentric. So the Sun has a habitable zone that's pretty big. Okay. We Earth, meaning Earth, is in the habitable zone. Okay. Um, the habitable zone of the Sun is the range at which like light levels are strong enough that. Potentially, um, you can sustain liquid water on the surface. Okay. You could sustain an atmosphere. You're not too far away to be frozen, but you're not too close to be burned alive like okay. Mercury. Um, so that habitable zone extends from just beyond Venus to um, the very closest that Mars gets. When Mars is the closest to the sun, yeah. it is in the sun's habitable zone. Okay. But any other point in its orbit, it isn't. It's outside of it. So... It dips into the habitable zone Got sometimes. It. Yeah. So, you know, there's like two methods we have right now of two general concepts we're going to do. One is to make an atmosphere. Well, the whole goal, make an atmosphere. That is the right. thing we have to do sure. to terraform Mars. The two ways of doing that, one is to find a way to just heat Mars and have that heat get trapped over time so it stays all heated and stuff. The other way we've got is to import gas wait why would heating mars good question do anything so mars has a bunch of frozen uh, carbon dioxide on its ice caps okay and so if you heat it up then you have a carbon dioxide atmosphere and it wouldn't escape it wasn't the problem that it just like the atmosphere it would okay time? on the time frame of like our lives yeah hundreds of thousands of years no it okay won't escape. got it on the time frame of millions of years yeah. yes we're gonna need to like import more gas okay or make mars Just, heavier that's not, that's not a now problem something yeah <laughs> i don't know how we would do that maybe spin it faster that's a thing right put more people on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks dave put people and stuff on it and then it'll have more gravity so uh <laughs> technically elon true. musk recently was sort of in the news or something he's like yeah. on I don't know if it was the Late Show or what. Yeah, well, it is some show. He was talking to maybe it was the other like Jimmy Fallon show or something. And he was like, "Bro, we could just like you know nuke the caps and it'd be great." And everyone's like, "What?" And so he <laughs> clarified the other day. He's like, "When I sure. said nuke, I meant fusion bombs we don't yet have deployed every several seconds over the polar ice caps in order to heat the gas so that it would uh, uh, sublimate and form uh, an atmosphere." Got it. So 
it's still it sounds like one of those things where like he had just been he probably talked about that so many times with people at nasa like various places and just like had gotten in the in the habit of being like yeah we're just gonna like nuke the ice caps and then like somebody who has no idea what that means asked him and he's like yeah we're just gonna nuke the ice caps and they're like excuse me so we're going to what that makes no sense Got it. We only we only need a temperature change of like four degrees Kelvin or Celsius, same scale. Um, across how large of a surface? Across Mars, uh, average. That's uh, average big. temperature. Yeah, it's actually a lot. Um, um, to get this carbon dioxide to stay in the atmosphere, but that would still only be a third of Earth's atmosphere. To understand the difference between a four degree temperature difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The last time we were at an ice age, we yeah. were on average four degrees colder in on Earth. What northern means? hemisphere fahrenheit celsius i forget that's a good, that's a good point fahrenheit because you probably usually that's how we talk in fahrenheit American thing yeah but i'm also uh, assuming celsius because it's science yeah so metric hmm. i mean it's not that much of a difference yeah but the point it's is that same, like it's like only a few degrees difference is the difference between us and an ice age right only right, a few right. degrees difference is the difference between us and batshit awful apocalypse because of global warming but yeah. we'll get into that when we talk about global warming. <laughs> so if we did this, and only this, yeah. um, the carbon dioxide, there'd be enough in the atmosphere for like one-third the pressure of Earth, which means we don't need pressure suits to walk around on Mars. Okay. And the reason that we don't need pressure suits is because we only need pressure suits for anything past the Armstrong limit. Okay. The Armstrong limit is when the pressure is so low that the boiling temperature of water right. is human body and temperature. Your blood, your blood boils. Yeah, right. pretty much. Actually, the... The stuff in your circulatory system won't quite boil then. Okay. It, every all the exogenous like water, like on your tongue and in your eyeballs and okay. your lungs, even in your lungs and stuff, will start to boil uh, off. So you're you're screwed. Yeah. No matter right, how much totally. oxygen you take in. I remember screwed. watching a video on like what would happen if you were like just in space without yep. a suit, and it was like because there have been a lot of hypothesis. You wouldn't like explode and you wouldn't implode. Like mm-hmm. the the pressure differential actually isn't very much for a human body to handle. If you were to go really deep in the ocean and then come back up, like you would experience a way, yep. way, way bigger pressure differential than if you were just in space, but your blood would start boiling. Yeah. Right there was, off there the was a guy in a vacuum chamber and his suit ripped and the last thing he remembers for like almost immediately blacking out is he could feel the saliva on his tongue bubbling off. Ah <laughs> that is fucking terrifying. Oh god. Speaking nuts. Yeah. So also it's carbon dioxide and we can't breathe that. Wait, I was gonna say that's not really helpful because it's super we just toxic. Plop some but algae on the surface, it'll fix it right up. Oh damn it used to be, uh, carbon dioxide. That's fucking great. Yeah. And so exactly. interestingly, lichens. Yeah, and we've done we've done tests on lichens. They've survived up to thirty four days very happily in a Mars simulated atmosphere. Damn. So what is a lichen? Lichen is a symbiotic relationship between algae or cyanobacteria and fungus. Oh weird. So weird. It's like a fungus with algae growing inside it. Cool. And so it's like photosynthetic and they apparently live pretty well in simulated Mars conditions. Weird. Whoa! So we could just so like this is a thing that could. I mean, the reason that we have an oxygen environment and not a carbon dioxide environment is because Because billions of years ago, a photosynthetic organism said, "Oh shit, we can do this," and then turned all of the CO two into O two. Now we can breathe, so we could just do that again. So we can also uh, use orbital mirrors to keep sunlight shining back onto the surface like a very 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 much artificial greenhouse effect what we can try and reduce mars's reflectance also known as albedo albedo i don't know 
It just means how white it is, basically. I think it's albedo. So, yeah. So if we take uh, some of the dust from their moons and just go <laughs> and spray it all over the Martian surface, it'll be darker and it won't reflect as much light. Oh, weird. So it'll get warmer. Okay. That also would work with, like, lichens and stuff because right, they're like, just... I like the sunlight. <laughs> yeah, more. totally. Probably so even that... better with lichens and yeah. stuff. You just need more of it. Well, yeah, it'd be harder to... It's easier to spray dust all over a planet than, than... a bunch of life. Um, yeah. We can use our orbital space-based laser systems that we use to deflect comets that we don't have yet. To, <laughs> to direct comets into Mars, which will, like, you know, blast up dust into the sky and, like, you know... We just like, create, like atmospheric simulate the, yeah. the shit that caused the extinction of dinosaurs. Yep. Basically, Great. all these things are like all the stuff we learned not we don't want to do to Earth or want to learn to protect the Earth. We can we turn to and attack Mars, Mars with it. <laughs> all this stuff is like importing gases. We can so we bring should probably establish. Ammonia. So we should probably establish whether there's life there first. Yeah. we can bring in ammonia, <laughs> methane, and CFCs and just dump them onto the Martian surface. And CFCs. Yeah. Oh, greenhouse effects. Yeah. We want super greenhouse CFCs effect. are super effective at the. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Funny. They also rip through the ozone layer like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> Fortunately, Mars doesn't have. <laughs> so problem solved. Um, so uh, that's th all things we could do. And sources of like, I don't know, is there some like gas dealer in space? No, we'll have to mine minor planets outside of the solar system or hope Mars has CFCs built into its. And can we just talk about how all of this sounds? Future. Oh yeah, yeah we're just gonna mine gas from a fair, planet still and is send future. it to Mars. Like, we're gonna have to oh. be like a Type One civilization to pull this off, or Type Zero. We're not even Type Zero. I forget how this works. Oh, Basically, no, we gotta stop killing each other. <laughs> yeah, so we can we have to get yeah. over that shit. All right, so that's that's really all there is to it. We can make little boxes of of like biodomes to put algae right, in, to keep right. them protected, and then sure. we can build up oxygen stores and then send people. And they can be like, <sighs> oxygen, my favorite. He did a little vacuum motion there yeah. for in case you missed that. Not yeah. really sure why, because we don't breathe with vacuums. We don't I do breathe with our mouths. Um, that yeah. cause vacuums. To be fair, yeah, but like he did, he had it like it was a handheld vac, like a dustbuster. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's all I've got. That is Mars. That is how Mars works. That's how we know the things we know. That's what we've sent there to deal with it, and the future of Mars, and the future of us. Mars is super weird, and now the three of us are gonna go watch the Martian. We are. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. Well, we're gonna, we don't have to go right homework now. Homework and stuff. We're going to go. No, it's going to be see fine. Don't worry, Zach. It'll be great. Oh, no. I'm so busy. All right, All ladies right. and gentlemen. We'll see you uh, two weeks from now since we got, what, fall break next weekend? Is fall break next yep. weekend? Yep, yep, yep. All right, so yep. we'll, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Can we do that again? Another round of... Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Adios, amigos. <laughs> that was really nice. I like that sound a lot.